Hello, my awesome mom pod listeners. It's Paige with some exciting news. The Moms Organization Motivation Podcast has had the most amazing three-year run. And thanks to you, it's listened to in more than 85 countries. It's won Best Family Podcast and Best Home and Lifestyle Podcast awards and consistently ranks in the top of the charts globally. I could not have done that without you. It'll continue to be downloadable for all your organization motivation needs. And now there'll be a brand new podcast to listen to. If like me, you love being a mom and also desire more. Head over to the Time to Pivot podcast right now and hit subscribe. Each week, my guest and I will be sharing all the ways we've learned to pivot in our life and business as we share our God-given gifts and serve others and still make it to the carpool line on time. I can't wait for this fun new podcast to begin April 17th, 2023. So mark your calendars and join me on the Time to Pivot podcast. I'm Paige Killian, and I'm passionate about helping busy moms of littles organize and style their life in three simple steps. Living this mom life is incredible and sometimes completely overwhelming. Is stressing about overstuffed drawers, never-ending mail piles, a mountain of Legos, and our kids' artwork really what God intended? No way! Getting organized has been a game changer for me and also my clients, but it has to be simple or it just won't get done. So let's simplify the process and clear the clutter to see the blessings God has for us. I know your time is valuable, so thanks for joining me each week for a healthy dose of organization and a whole lot of motivation. Hey friend, how are you doing today? I wanted to do an episode about surviving, not thriving. I heard that a lot during the pandemic, especially in those really early quarantining days. And I've been reflecting a lot after we made it through another school year and we actually did an entire year, my family did, of not even hybrid. We did the entire year in the school it felt so great to be back. And, you know, it's interesting is that a lot of us are feeling sort of the aftermath of some of the stuff that happened with getting sick from COVID. And I announced, well, once on an episode, I told you that I didn't have COVID because I had tested negative and I didn't think I had it. My kids had tested negative but we just didn't feel great. And by the next episode, I was like, well, guess what? And it wasn't even the next episode because they come out every Monday. We didn't even go by. I tested the very next day after I had announced that I didn't have COVID. I test the next day that I did. So when that happened, it was just one of those things where I thought, okay, well, sometimes you think you're doing okay, even if you're not a hundred percent. And then it turns out you're not doing okay. And we ended up unfortunately getting even sicker after we had COVID. When we started testing negative, we were getting sicker after that. And it was like, wow, is this kind of the aftermath of 
no more masks. And I know that it's different all over the world, wherever you're listening, but I just kept coming back to the fact that those very early days, and also this could apply to you having nothing to do with the pandemic. But I remember in those early days, we really did feel like we were surviving, not thriving. There were so many questions because we didn't know how things were going to play out. And it got me thinking, because obviously I'm going to relate everything to organizing and mom life and how can we get motivated to push past some of those feelings that we have that aren't always healthy. Um, and speaking of healthy, I'm, I'm not feeling super healthy right now. And uh, I'm, I'm not used to that. I usually am very healthy. And it does feel like my body and my mind are exhausted and I can't quite get out from under it. So as I was thinking about this idea of surviving, not thriving, I was like, you know, I really want to make a mental shift. I really want to encourage other people to make a mental shift where we're not putting so much pressure on ourselves to be perfect. And if we don't feel well, for example, coming back perfectly to what we were before we were sick. Um, I've mentioned on a few episodes ago that I have some dear friends who have been diagnosed with cancer and feeling the pressure of being back to once what you were. It's a lot. There's a lot of pressure too when if your kids are in school and they're doing well one semester or one year, and then they have a hard year and it feels like either emotionally or academically or any of those things, mentally, they aren't what they were the year before. And you can kind of look back and think, man, I, I'm not doing so well. I'm not thriving. I am truly just surviving. I actually have to tell you, I, I, I think probably my editor is pretty incredible. So you may not hear this, but I'm listening to my kids downstairs. And one of them is just coughing like crazy right now. And it's so frustrating because you think that you're doing okay. And then suddenly you start to backtrack, you get hit with either something new or that thing that you were struggling with then ends up getting worse. So I really wanted to honestly just kind of have a heart to heart with you today in my head. Sometimes I think that I ask you questions and you answer me. Uh, so we're just going to pretend like, you know, you're actually there on the other line and I'm going to ask them questions and, and you're going to answer. And, and uh, oftentimes I reach out to my mom. She always laughs at me because she listens to all my episodes. Thanks, mom. She always laughs at me because sometimes I just in the middle of making a point or talking about something, I'll just ask her as if she's right there next to me, ask her a question that pertains to whatever subject it is I'm talking about at the time. So I'm going to pretend like you are there with me right now and we're sitting on the couch and we're sipping a cup of coffee or something else and we're relaxed with each other. And I'm just going to ask do you feel like you put a lot of pressure on yourself to be perfect? Now, I think, and I've said this many times because it feels like social media has come and gone in waves. And I think it probably continue. It will continue to do that. You know, when it first happened, it was, how can we make our lives look so perfect? How can we make everything look like we're thriving day to day and not just surviving or drowning some days? And then it got really 
cool, acceptable, appropriate, normal to share when things weren't great. And I think that made it a lot less perfect. It made it a lot more attainable and reality-based because life isn't perfect. Even when things are going really great, it's not perfect. And I think what happens is when things are going really great, we have a tendency to focus on those times. And when the hard times come, suddenly those great times, you know, disappear. They feel so out of reach because you're so far back from that. You're so removed from what those great times felt like. And that's really frustrating. And that can be mentally draining. Uh, I've shared before that we had struggles with uh, parenting. We were trying to figure out how to help our kid. We couldn't figure out how to do that. And that was really painful as a parent, as a teacher of so many years, especially that age. I was like, how can I help my kid? If I helped all these other kids, if I did so much for all these other kids, why can I not figure this out? And so much of the shift in that was we need to stop pretending like what we're going through is not okay. It is okay. This is life. We're, this is normal. It's normal to have ups and downs. It's normal to have those days when you're like, I am not doing okay. In fact, I don't even remember what okay looks like. I think it's normal. And I think because there are still the social media posts that other people are making where life looks so incredible, we can really get judgmental on ourselves, on our own lives and be like, why don't we have that? Why does he or she have that? And I don't have that. And I work really hard to have a good life. I think it's really important during these times when we feel low to practice gratitude, be appreciative for what we do have. I'm always talking about clearing the clutter to see the blessings God has for us. Because sometimes it's really hard to see the blessings, especially when we don't feel well. Our kids are not well. Something is happening at school that is not awesome. Something that's happening in your church is not going great. It's really, really easy to get stressed out and totally freaked out if maybe something in your business is really a struggle and it's not as easy as it once was. And maybe it was never easy. It's so important during these times. And I have had to get extra good at this, really practicing gratitude, really being grateful for any little thing that we have that we can cling to and be grateful for. I have even started praying differently. I thank God for the tough times because not only do those tough times make the good times seem even better, but there's hope in that. And I feel like also I can relate to more people who have gone through some things, some struggles when I really own up to what's going on in my life. I wrote a lot about that in my book. I wrote about uh, struggling with things, even though parts of my life were going really well. And so I just wanted to talk today about the fact that we don't have to have this perfect looking life to everybody else. And also 
we need to manage our expectations of what a good life looks like. A friendly reminder that my book is now available on Kindle and paperback over on Amazon. So if you haven't gotten it yet, or you have, and you'd like to get more, head over to Amazon and search for I've Got You Girlfriend, Why Getting Organized and Living This Mom Life is Not a Solo Mission. You can also find a direct link over on my website at everythingwithstyle.com. Thanks so much for making it a bestseller and back to the show. I also feel like it's really important to surround yourself with people who have great attitudes. And I have actually recently seen this, but I've seen it in the past too, where they'll interview people who are in jobs that maybe do not seem like the most amazing jobs, jobs that you go to college for and get out of and are just itching to get started with. There are hard jobs. There's that, oh gosh, I wish I could remember it. I think it's called dirty jobs, but I can't remember who the guy is. He's so funny. Um, And he goes in and actually there's a TV show about it. And he goes in and does these dirty jobs. And it's so interesting because oftentimes the people who are doing those dirty jobs, they think their job is great. Uh, it's, it is not for the faint of heart sometimes, or maybe it's super gross, uh, sometimes, or maybe it is something that doesn't get a lot of accolades and respect, but all of these jobs that they feature, they have to get done to make the world go round. And, you know, that's something that I think I recently have been thinking a lot more of is that I need to be really grateful for the flexibility I have in my job. Uh, being a professional organizer has been so much fun because I love what I do and I get to go into people's homes and meet with them. I get to do my favorite thing, which is organizing. I get to connect with these families in a really fun, beautiful way. It brings me so much joy to know that something that I can contribute to them is really helpful. And then there are these other parts where it's like, oh my gosh, being an entrepreneur is so hard. (laughs) It is so exhausting because you never stop. Um, I'm not super great about boundaries and I tend to work around the clock and uh, you know, it's a trade-off. And so are you looking at your life? This is where I'm asking you these questions again, as if you're here, are you looking at your life sometimes almost with a lens of negativity and not seeing some of the greatness that may be in your job. Uh, be grateful for having one. Be grateful for the money and putting food on the table. Um, be grateful for putting your kids through school if you're using that money to pay for that and bills and a place to live. Sometimes there is comfort in just knowing that you have a job. If you are struggling right now because you don't have a job, what else in your life can you focus on that is great? I lean on my faith a lot because tomorrow is not promised. And these things that we hold so important to us, whether it's a job or how our kids are doing, are they behaving? Are they showing up in public and make us look like we're decent parents? (laughs) You can never count on that. All right. You just, it can really go either way. You just never know. You can have the greatest kids and then you get out in public and then they are just like hormonal or (laughs) whatever. And you're like, did, did I, do I know you? Have we met? Did I raise you? (laughs) Can we please, we were at a restaurant the other day 
And the kids were doing one of those kids activity menus. And they have done that same one so many times before, and they're great. And for whatever reason, one of them was more emotional than the other and just got so frustrated. I mean, the game wasn't tic-tac-toe, but it was that basic. And one of my children was so frustrated with the other one. There was just like this whole scene. And I'm looking at them sitting back going, we've done this so many times. We have acted appropriately in public at this very restaurant with you playing this very game. Why are the stakes so high today? And also, can you at least quietly argue so that we do not draw attention to ourselves right now. Um, you know, that's the moment where I'm like, do I just order a Bloody Mary and call it a day? Um, do I <laughs> do, do I try to have a parenting moment with them where I actually have a conversation in public with them? Do we save it for another time? Do I just ignore it and pretend like nothing's happening? Just like get up and go use the bathroom. And then hopefully by the time I get back, everything is resolved. We never know. Um, so it can also be something as simple as that, that can make you feel like, why are we not thriving right now? I've put in the parenting lessons. You guys know these things. Why are we not thriving? Why am I just surviving this meal at this dinner table at this restaurant right now? So whatever it is that you're going through right now, be it small, be it large, it counts. It matters. You do not have to have a perfect life to enjoy your life. Manage your expectations. Do not feel like everything that you are doing and saying in the moment is the end all be all. This is the way my life is going to be forever. In those really exciting, wonderful times, make sure you are celebrating. Make sure you are acknowledging people around you who are helping you. And then in the bad times, do that too. Find things to celebrate, celebrate little wins. You know, a little win could be, I got the kids down or I got myself to bed 30 minutes earlier tonight. Okay. It doesn't have to be a huge, big thing. If that's something that you're stressed out about, if you've got a poor bedtime routine, if sleeping habits are awful, look it up. What can you do? Uh, find a way to start having a more regimented schedule. Leave yourself notes and reminders, put in reward, a reward system, even if it's for you, how can you reward yourself if you attempt to do a better job at getting to bed at a decent hour, getting up at a decent hour? Um, don't save all of those like rewards for your kids, right? Find ways to celebrate that stuff because then it makes the hard stuff not quite feel so awful because you've learned how to celebrate small wins. There's always hope. It's always going to get better. And I'm just going to go on to say that again, as I said, faith is so important in my life. You have a direct line to God. If you are feeling like your friendships, if your family relationships are surviving, not thriving at this time, pray, pray hard. I promise you it helps. And you might not know that it's helping in the moment, but it is not falling on deaf ears. He hears you. I promise you that friend. If you are trying to figure out a way to pull yourself out of a deep, deep depression, I promise you, he hears you. Those prayers are not falling on deaf ears. Ask for help. Ask him to send you specific friends or people or mentors or experts or a therapist or a doctor or the proper medication or a healthier lifestyle. 
Ask him specifically. The Bible tells us to pray specifically, ask specifically for these things and be open and willing to accept things that come into your life that you might not be totally sure about at the moment, but they will bring you eventually out of that, out of that depression, out of that struggle, out of that, you know, surviving, not thriving mentality. And I just want to remind you, you are not alone. If you need a little companion book, I'm going to remind you that in my book, I wrote about a lot of things that were struggles that you see later on in the book, there were bright, shiny moments amongst those struggles. So if that is something that could possibly help you in relating to a situation that you've got going on, read it, get it. Hopefully you'll enjoy it. There are some exercises in there that you can jot some things down that could just bring some of those thoughts that are spinning in your head, bring them to reality. You know, I always say, if you can write things down, it makes it real and actionable and it becomes like a goal that you're wanting to get to that you want to achieve. And then once you've done that, go on to another one or have a couple goals going on at the exact same time. My friend, Kelly Mobeck and coach, she likes to say that's running plan A and plan B at the same time. You can do that too. And if you need further assistance, please reach out to me. I'm here for you. I'll say prayers for you. If it's an organizing thing, I will be more than happy to do a virtual organizing session with you or in home if you're local and we can talk about what is it that is stressing you out? What is it that is keeping you from thriving? And I would love to help you find a way to push past that. So if you're having a tough day, if you're having a tough year, you are not alone. Remember that there are people all over the world who are struggling with similar things. There are also people all over the world who want to help. And I can promise you that God does too. So I hope that this was just a little bit of (laughs) a heart to heart. Maybe you needed, if you know of someone else who might be struggling right now, and you want to send this episode over to them, just as a friendly reminder that they're not alone, that would be a sweet thing. I would appreciate that so much. And uh, maybe it'll score you some good friend points. And honestly, I just want to remind you that life is precious It doesn't have to be perfect at all times. You've totally got this. You are not alone. And I hope that the next time you are in that season of struggle, you just remember there is hope. There is light at the end of the tunnel. And I am here cheering you on. I hope you have a great day, a great month, a great year. And please keep in touch. And I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Moms Organization Motivation Podcast. For more resources to organize and style your busy life, head over to everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on Instagram at everythingwithstylemom. If this episode was helpful for you, please share it with your friends, rate and review it on iTunes, that's Apple Podcasts now, and let me know what you'd like to hear about next. Thanks again for listening and happy organizing.